The writing seminar is the only class that all Penn students take. Perhaps because of that, the course can be very polarizing. Everyone has an opinion. I just feel that like this entire class is not useful for me. Uh, I think I was successful in my writing seminar because I was open to learning the new curriculum. Maybe it was because it was like the first assignment or something, but most people felt that it wasn't explained very well. And so no one really knew how to approach it or what they had to be doing. And it's just like a weird way to be writing after writing so many research reports. I enjoyed the book, which we read the first two or three weeks of the class. But in terms of writing, I didn't really feel like I learned anything or really gained any knowledge. Mm -hmm. It didn't really help me prepare for my future classes where I had essays. Like last semester, I had a few essays and I didn't really use any of my writing seminar knowledge. Welcome back to Quite Frankly, a podcast about Penn, its students, and higher education. I'm Sydney Shadell. And I'm Leopold Spohn-Gellert. On today's episode, we're looking at the Writing Seminar, or Critical Writing Seminar, as it's officially called. In the course, students read a book on a particular topic, outline the chapters, complete writing assignments based on the book, and peer review each other's work. During midterms and finals, students assemble a portfolio of their work to be read and graded by a panel that includes their own professor and others in the department. Yeah, and even though each class is on a different topic, the seminar has a shared curriculum. Everyone does the same assignments. This is intended to give Penn students a set of common, necessary writing skills upon their arrival. Last year, the Daily Pennsylvanian did a project analyzing years of data on Penn Course Review, the website that compiles students' evaluations of professors and courses. The DP's analysis found that from spring 2009 to spring 2015, students rated the instructor quality and course difficulty similarly for the writing seminar compared to the average Penn course. But writing seminar was consistently rated much lower on course quality. On the show today, we'll hear students' take on the writing seminar. We'll also hear from a Penn professor and a writing seminar administrator on why Penn feels this course is important enough to require of all its students. The writing seminar has actually undergone a lot of changes since its inception, so we'll start out by going through those. In 2003, it started like any college requirement, where students could take one of any number of classes to fulfill the writing requirement. Here's Valerie Ross, director of the Critical Writing Program. The students felt the uh, <clears throat> instruction, the course load demands were really inconsistent. They also felt the grading was very inconsistent. And then they felt what they learned from the course itself as writers was inconsistent. Uh, since it is a required course in writing, it makes most sense to have a shared curriculum, and that is how most writing programs are organized, so there's nothing new about us doing that. So it switched to a shared curriculum. This is similar to other universities like Harvard and Princeton, but some schools, including Brown and Yale, have a more flexible format. Brown's writing requirement looks like the college requirements at Penn. You just have to take a certain number of writing-intensive classes while you're there. At some places, like the University of Virginia, you can be exempt from the writing requirement through a certain SAT score or a 5 in the AP language exam. At Penn, you can't get out of the writing requirement at all. The people in charge of teaching the writing seminar have changed over time, too. It used to be taught primarily by English graduate students, but the program soon started switching over to full-time staff with PhDs from a variety of departments. Now it's almost entirely taught by full-time lecturers with PhDs with seven fellowship slots reserved for graduate students. So when we created this program, what we did was through a, a, a long-term plan, 
uh, begin to convert these positions to full-time positions okay. <clears throat> and to make it increasingly uh, representative of a wider range of disciplines. Okay. So what we're now in the process of is, uh, is creating long-term positions for all of those folks. We're right at the tail, tail end of that project, basically. And was that, you know, in the same way motivated by looking at how students were doing or... Yes, sort of what? motivated by uh, the kinds of credentials you actually need to be able to teach at the level that we teach Penn students okay. in the writing seminars. That is, without a pretty uh, thorough immersion yourself, that is, completing the dissertation, for example, immersion in a field, it's very hard to teach you about a field if, yeah. if you don't know it yourself. So mm -hmm. the PhD tends to be a baseline requirement and then a lot of training thereafter. Yeah. Since this change from part-time to full-time staff, instructor quality ratings experienced a significant jump on Penn Course Review. Another big change happened in the writing seminar only last year. The curriculum ditched some of the more abstract assignments like the complex synthesis essay and replaced them with a public editorial on an internship cover letter. One of the things students were always asking is, when can we use this again? When will we ever write another complex synthesis essay? And we would say, well, you might not ever write this particular essay, but synthesizing sources you will do. And So we were always like trying to explain the elements we were teaching. Yes, you will never write this justificatory essay, but you will use these reasoning moves you know, and see them in what you read. And you, as soon as you see them, know, you know that's what you should do. It's much easier and actually a much richer lesson to say, let's look at an editorial. Yeah. Now you're dealing with real people and a real publication and a real argument that's based on real knowledge you've developed through your lit review, for example. College and engineering junior Jason Tang took the class before the curriculum change. His main critique of the class was the lack of applicability of the assignments. The writing seminar is different from other classes because writing seminar only teaches you a skill. Other classes teaches you some background on other subjects. And as a student at Penn, or as a student in general, we supposedly should like studying or l at least learning about new things. That's why, you know, we, like, I mean, this is a great school, right? Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> so we should expose to other subjects and we should learn and understand other ways of appro approaching a problem. That's also why I'm doing a dual degree. It's because I feel like only knowing how to make a program doesn't cut it. I should also know what this program that I'm making would impact the society. And to know that, I will need to learn some econ. That is one distinctive quality of the writing seminar. The assignments are incredibly specific. Here's Raphael Walker, a professor who teaches the writing seminar. A lot of the other courses that you're looking at are far, far more content-driven. So they will be uh, much more shaped by the research interests of the professor in question. Here, though, we have distilled um, writing down to uh, what I like to think of as a science. Uh, we've thought a lot about, you know, based on the current research and writing studies, what the essential elements of writing are, what students most need to know, what they don't know coming into this. Um, and in that, I mean, it's almost 
almost like taking Orgo, those classes actually don't vary that much uh, from year to year. Uh, there are certain things they, our professors know they have to hit. Um, if you go into the humanities, it tends to be a little different, right? Uh, people will put different texts on the syllabus and might teach it in different ways. And that's kind of part of the fabric of the humanities. That's not quite how we uh, have approached, approached writing. Right? It's a little bit more disciplined um, in that way. And it needs to be, I think. In theory, this seems like a great idea. Teaching students to write should be like a science, as effective and efficient as possible. But because the class is so structured, some students feel that the weekly assignments can start to feel like busy work. Wharton sophomore Matthew Kiviat, who took a writing seminar on music last year with the new curriculum, talked about how the students in his class approach the assignments. Um, people like wouldn't do their work ahead of time, so you'd be kind of just trying to fill in the gaps and just trying to do what you can to get an A. You know, yeah. you know what the teacher's looking for. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, the only thing that was maybe useful was outlining, but we only spent ha half a class on that. The rest of it wasn't really that useful. All these highly specific assignments can make the writing stem seem unnatural. You could make the argument that writing is not like organic chemistry, and that there really isn't one way of writing that's objectively better for everyone to learn. It's interesting because we're in a larger moment right now, and culturally there's a lot of talk about more value being placed on science, technology, engineering, and math courses. And humanities courses almost have to justify their existence and make themselves seem more like STEM courses. As an English major, I've noticed that the department puts a lot of emphasis on the structure of prose, how it's built, and the implications for meaning in the text, rather than just the feelings it evokes. And this has probably been true forever, but it might be more self-conscious now. Warden senior Amy Shan, who was so successful in her writing seminar that she now works in the Writing Center, tutoring other students, spoke about how she thinks the curriculum works. I would agree to a certain extent that, yeah, it is very specific, especially if your class is really focused on a certain topic, that you really get to go into that, and what you write is from the perspective of someone immersed in that scholarly field already. So it is specific, but there's a reason why it is, and that's because we want to help students learn how to enter a new scholarly field, figure out what that audience is, what that genre of writing is, and then be able to sort of belong in that scholarly field and write, write for it. There's definitely an argument for the ability of the writing seminar to train you to adapt to other types of writing. And maybe by forcing students to write in unfamiliar genres like the literature review and the op-ed, they do gain this flexibility. Yeah, and Dr. Ross even said that students who come into the writing seminar feeling confident in their writing abilities can actually do worse. It's all about being in a situation you haven't been in before and being forced to rethink how you approach writing. If you come into a class feeling I'm already, say, a great writer, that's actually going to get in the way of your learning. <clears throat> so that's a kind of interesting struggle in in these kinds of institutions that you don't necessarily have in others. So for, for us now, that's less of an issue than actually having gone to genres. Students more readily recognize that they don't know what these genres are and need to learn them. So it's not asking them to write still more papers when they've gotten so good at writing papers already uh, ends up being more of a barrier. 
Even though there might be value in the unfamiliar genres, the addition of the internship cover letter and op-ed made the assignments feel more realistic to students. Lizzie Machilsa, a sophomore in the college and associate photo editor for the DP, said she appreciated the greater applicability of the newly added op-ed and internship cover letter when she took the writing seminar last semester. We had to write a persuasive uh, piece as if we were writing like an op-ed, and that was a lot of fun to write. Still, there were parts that she found unpleasant. Our book was like 300 pages or something, and I mean, it like wasn't a super long book, but just the process of outlining the entire book was really tedious and really annoying. Valerie Ross talked about how sometimes just going off students liking or disliking something isn't the best way to change the way classes are taught. Instead, the critical writing department has pretty complex studies following students after they've taken the writing seminar. Some of the things that are learned in the writing seminar become automatic. You don't even know that you've learned them. It's, my favorite example is always like writing, learning how to ride a bike, and it's so frustrating, and it's not really all that fun to learn how to ride a bike, but once you get it, you know, you fall down, get up, it's laborious. Once you get it, you start writing it, and then you forget all that went into figuring out how to, how to ride you know, like a crazy person down the sidewalk. On the one hand, we're paying for the experience and credentials of Penn's faculty and departments. So trusting the critical writing department to conduct studies and expecting them to know the best way to teach us could make sense. It's the same way we were okay with our parents teaching us to ride a bike. But on the other hand, does this way of thinking really treat us like consumers of our education, capable of deciding what's best for us? I asked for clarification about Dr. Ross's feelings about student feedback and how the critical writing department uses it to alter the curriculum. It isn't that I think student feedback isn't helpful. Okay. It's the, the, the study was on student evaluations and their helpfulness in evaluating, mm -hmm. for example, professors and so forth, that it, it, there's very little in the way of reliability or validity mm -hmm. to those evaluation forms. So in terms of feedback, we've used student feedback extensively from the very beginning. We have a midterm evaluation where we specifically ask students about different aspects of the curriculum and how much they're learning. We have a final uh, program-wide evaluation. We also have the Penn course reviews, uh, which are not as useful in the sense that the questions are very limited and the answers are very limited. Mm -hmm. the, uh, and we really don't know what any of the... It's a survey instrument that asks students to do something they don't really have. It violates the first rule of surveys, which is I shouldn't be asking you something that you aren't really equipped to answer, that is, course quality. So Penn's critical writing department doesn't value students' self-reported ratings of course quality on Penn Course Review. But is it fair to say that students can't judge the quality of a required course based on their experience in the classroom and how it fits with their own goals? Jason felt like he knew what he wanted out of his academic experience, and the writing seminar wasn't part of it. I, I'm a computer science and econ, economics major, so in econ, I'm doing games theory and decisions making and econometric probably, I'm not sure. But all these fields don't have a moment where you know I will be researching three different ideas and be like, okay, these are why this thing doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I'll just make a graph or I'll show through, you know, either either through uh, Nash equilibrium or whatever math that this conclusion works or doesn't work. Yeah. And that just makes it 
like that just makes this writing seminar completely useless for me. But even students like Jason, who feel the writing seminar is completely useless, will concede the importance of a writing requirement of some sort. So maybe the onus is on us, the students, to reevaluate the writing seminar. Students who like to write could realize the seminar is challenging and that a challenge might lead to improvement in their writing. And students who don't think that they'll ever write again in the same way can appreciate that it will still teach them how to approach a new genre in their chosen field. But students' dislike of the course may indicate that there's some work to be done on the part of the writing program as well. There's been so much evidence and research put into this curriculum and students could probably benefit from hearing about it. The professors could talk about how these genres are probably new, students may not ever use them again, but they're good for learning how to think quickly and adapt to new writing situations. Yeah, they could justify the reasons for these skills on a regular basis in class. People might enjoy the class a lot more if they explain the objective of each assignment and strive to tackle the sense that it's all just busy work. But also, the critical writing department can continue to do what they're doing, which is to revise the curriculum based on student feedback, the studies they conduct on student improvement, and expert opinions in the field. And as the course continues to be refined, someday we could reach a point where the writing seminar has a very different reputation. This episode was produced by Joyce Varma and edited and hosted by Leopold Spongellert and me, Sydney Shadell. Our music was composed by Andrew Ellis. Quite frankly, it's presented by The Daily Pennsylvanian. Email us at podcasts at thedp.com to tell us who you think should decide how required classes are structured or how you felt about your own writing seminar. You can also just shoot us general comments, questions, or tips. Thanks for listening and look out for our next episode in two weeks.